NFL. Let's talk. Week six going into week seven. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk week six going into week seven. That'd be good because that's what we both prepared, isn't it? Yep, some on others. Well, you say you're not prepared or you are? I'm not particularly prepared, no. Oh. Um, so my plan was to watch Red Zone last night. Okay. And I so did. You watched all of Red Zone. But I sort of fell asleep for significant chunks. I've watched some of Red Zone. Some. Yeah. It uh went on longer than expected. Ran out of time. So missed like the last quarter of this all the second the second window of games. Ah. I want to say the New England the New England game started a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Didn't it? So I watched like most of the last quarter of that. But all the other games I missed like the whole of the last quarter. So you didn't see the end of the Eagles game? I know the score. You know the score. Yeah. Yeah, I would say... I hope that's all the talking we have to do about it. Not a great week, in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, for us too. For us too. Pretty wank. Yep. It would have been better uh, if the teams we supported won. But to be fair, that is precisely what has been happening thus far. It's not good enough, though. I wanted uh, 100% season... Oh, 17 and 0, and then the wins are at the playoffs, win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think that's unreasonable. Hmm. I sort of think it might be unreasonable. I expect perfection. And how do you feel now that you've not been, you've not been cheated. given perfection? Cheated. cheated. You're going to pick a different team now. Well, there's no fucking point because I'm still. <laughs> <They're> all... <laughs> They've all been beaten now. Yeah, but if you started now, maybe they won't lose from now on. Yeah, but I've done an analysis and I've decided to stick with the Eagles, but they right. just can't lose again. Otherwise, Otherwise that, is, that is it. Then I'm going to support, I don't know, a hockey team. Just what, and this has to become whole, a hockey podcast? The whole sport, done. Now I'm going to get a new brother that likes hockey. Get a new brother. Not sure what that entails. Right. eBay. Um, shall we go through the week six games? Yes. Um, okay, good. So the first week six game was on Thursday night, and it was the Denver Broncos against the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chiefs won 19 points to eight. Did you watch this? No, watched only the Red Zone games. Right, okay. I um, looked up the scores of it. So, yeah, yeah, I did watch this, but it was so long ago that I can barely remember it. Um, but from what I remember, I don't remember... Obviously, the Chiefs won, but I remember being pretty unimpressed by their offense. Obviously, they beat the Broncos, who are not a great team, by 11 points at oh. home. In prime time. So, I remember thinking, I'm not as scared of the Chiefs 
as I would have been last season, season before. Yeah. Yeah. I think basically same. When I saw the score, I was like, not shocked, but would have thought they'd get an extra touchdown or maybe two. Yeah. But anyhow, Taylor Swift was there, I think. If anyone's Classic. counting. Um, now, a game I know you watched. The Baltimore yeah. Ravens against the Tennessee Titans in London. The Ravens win 24-16. Um, what do you think of this? Because we went uh, to London, the hot totty, watched the game in person. Yep. Yep. Not surprised by the outcome. Right, you mean um, the Ravens winning? Yeah. But great experience, obviously. obviously in what way? Uh, well, we watched, we saw Poe doing dancing. Uh, yeah, the Ravens mascot. I feel like everything you say, I have to like translate so that it's understandable by everyone else. Yeah, that's your your job here. Yeah, I know it's tiresome. Well. Never mind. <laughs> um, and the cups were good. And the cups were good. Oh, oh translate okay. that. So at the stadium, they have pint cups which fill up from the bottom. Um, have some little apparatus that fills up from the bottom, and then the cup kind of seals itself again on the bottom. And Paul enjoyed that. Did you enjoy it? Very much so. I, I described it as the Tesla of cups. You did. I said that three times, I think. Did you? Uh, I think now is the third. I said it twice. I said right. it, and then I noticed one of us wasn't there when I originally said it. So I thought, have to. They couldn't possibly this. miss out. And I thought I'd say it on the podcast. Yeah, now the world knows about your wit and opinion on the beakers at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yes. Do you have uh, anything else to say about no. the day, the match? No, finished. No. You're gay. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, it was good. I really like the stadium. Does it fucking like, hell and then just go, it was good? No, I'm fucking hell because like, no, this podcast is shit. It's the fucking hell. Um, but I really like the stadium. Every time I go there, which is this is the second time, I'm like, wow, it's so good because it's so it's obviously big, sixty-one thousand, but it feels small. I feel like you could be anywhere in the stadium, have a great view. It almost feels indoor, even though it's definitely not. I don't know. It's hard to quantify, but it feels cozy. Would agree that I thought our view was great and we were like right at the top. Yeah. And I think everyone's view was great. Yeah. Which presumably just means very well thought out stadium. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't cheap to be fair. It's very new. So you'd expect it to be good. But it was good. I think it was purpose built. Obviously, it was purpose built for football. Uh, yeah. For Tottenham Hotspur. But it was also built with the NFL in mind that like when they're building it, there were features that they designed specifically to have the NFL games there. 
which is cool. Which is cool. So I think the NFL pitch, mm. I think it lives underneath the football pitch. You're going to have to explain that. They're on like platforms and they slide one pitch out and there's another one underneath it. Don't. Or something. That's nuts. It is nuts. It might so not where be exactly was the how football I've described it there. When we were there. I. Mm, no, that's a question. It might have gone underneath. So they've just swapped. Does that Madness. seem likely? Mm, I'm losing confidence in this. Yeah, but the cups is crazy, so they can do some mad shit with the pitches as well. Yeah. Um, it also yeah, like, really looks like Titans' home ground. What you mean? Look like Nissan Stadium specifically? Or... No. Looks like didn't look like they temporarily made it for Titans. Like it looked like it always been Titans. Like the amount of changes they made, and they look like permanent fixtures. What changes? Have they, the only thing I really can think of now is they painted the end zones. What else? Nah, there was like a massive uh, side to stairs, like just basically a huge wall that was like Titans. Oh yeah, to be fair, like all the walls on the perimeter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought it was good. I was kind of um one thing that I really enjoyed. It wasn't I don't want to say the highlight of the day. One thing I really enjoyed was just sitting there when all the players like warming up and just pointing at them and going, ah, It's Marlon Humphrey. Ah, it's Lamar Jackson. Ah, it's as he's how shy. Do you know what I mean? I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's it. They were right there. They were dead players forever. Watch them on the telly. I was going to say analyzing them, not analyzing them, just watching them. Just um, watching, really. We might analyze them and say that was good or that was bad. But and then they were there, just you know, doing their warm ups. I enjoyed the warm ups. Like the Ravens ones looked like an aerobics class. They're all yes. doing their kind of little high knees or whatever. It was crazy how many people were there. Obviously, you, you know how many people are in a squad. But when you see it, you're used to yeah. seeing like 15. No, yeah. 11, rather, on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's about 50. Yeah, it is a lot of people. And they're all big people. Yeah. It's not even, yeah, 50 little people. And they're like taking up like double the room of 50 little people. It's a lot of people. Yeah, I wonder what I wonder what they make of it when they come up. Because obviously, like in the interviews or whatever, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. But I wonder what they actually think of it. Like, not like of the match itself and the crowd. Because I... I imagine the crowd is a lot more tame than it would be in America. Yeah, I imagine you'd feel a bit cheated if one of your home games was in London. Because hmm. it was a Titans home game, but there were probably more Ravens. There were more Ravens fans there. Oh, yeah. So you don't get the home advantage. 
No. Even when Jacksonville were there, obviously they're not at Tottenham, but even when they're in London, I don't think they really get much of a home advantage. Maybe a they slight one. last week. I did there. I thought they were always at Wembley. Well, they are always at Wembley. Um, they always play one game at Wembley. Oh, were they but away last week, last week? They were the away team against Buffalo. And yeah, like you say, the Buffalo crowd was much louder than the Jags crowd. Okay. But um, yeah, obviously there's just so many neutrals because people would like us who just want to go and see it. Go to them, go yeah. And are fairly indifferent about the, the score. Just want to see some football. Sports. Sports. Go sports. Sports, sports, sports. Um, but yeah, uh, the Ravens win. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. <laughs> I don't know what you're waiting for there. They did win. Um, yeah, I was just trying to think. Is there anything I want to say about the actual game? Um, not especially. It wasn't a bad game to watch. It kind of ebbed and flowed. There was a bit of like, I kind of thought the Titans were going to fade away, but then they came back into it a bit. Yeah, they made it, it more interesting a... towards the end. But yeah, couldn't get it over the line. Um, all right, the next game in America, the Washington Commanders 24, Atlanta Falcons 16. So same scoreline as the London game. Yeah. Um, so you watched this on Red Zone. Yeah. What did you make of it? Because this is, I fell asleep during some of this. Oh, you fell asleep during some of the first window? Yeah, I didn't even get to the second window. Oh, so you haven't seen any of the second window at all? No, I have. We'll get to that, but... Okay. Uh, I enjoyed the game, to be fair. I like Falcons, so obviously sort of root for them. Mm -hmm. But don't dislike Commanders. And there was a couple of good moments in the game. Um... I won't say one of them because it's my uh, highlight of the week. So that'd be spoilers. Ooh. But I sort of spoiled a sentence in the game. But there was a a nice punt return. But yeah. Commanders, 61-yard punt return. And I love a punt return. You do? Uh, but yeah. What I want to know. So when we were talking about this game last week, I said there are two teams I'm not sure about. But one has a quarterback who is a bit spicy and one has a quarterback who's very poor. Well, no, no, he's very poor, but who is less spicy. Um, yeah. Having watched, obviously, you've not like, watched the game proper, but having seen what you've seen, is that what you saw in the two quarterbacks or not? Mm. Well, obviously, you only really see the highlights mm-hmm. in the zone. Um. Yeah, there was a. I don't remember much of the spiciness from the commanders, but there's a few moments where oh, I always say Riddler, and his name's not Riddler. Riddler. Say again. Riddler, just without the L. R I D D. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few moments where Riddler just looked sort of meh, mm. and uh, I. He threw an inception as well. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't he throw a couple picks? 
yeah, and I'm now questioning myself over this game. But there, <laughs> well, there's no point in saying it because it might not be this game. But yeah, he threw a couple of interception, or at least a interception, I remember. Mm. So, yeah, a couple of moments like that may seem insignificant on paper, but well, wow, interceptions are not insignificant. They make it, yeah, they make a huge difference, don't they? So, yeah. But you didn't see anything from Sam Howe that you thought, oh. Not that I remember, which is crazy because I think he's like number one on waivers for fantasy. So I think everyone else did. Right. Okay. Does, does he run a bit? I yeah, yeah. He did a few good brushes. I I would say not based on ability, but based on kind of style. He's somewhere between Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen. Before you said anyone, I was going to say he plays a bit like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Well, he's got the same kind of stature as Baker Mayfield, which is probably why he springs to mind so much. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of uh, a lot of heart as well. A lot of heart. Very Baker Mayfield. He seems very passionate, which probably at times isn't ideal. You probably want to be more objective at times. Mm. But uh, good to watch, though. Easier to get yeah. behind someone like that. Yeah, well, they had Taylor Heineke last year, who was very much like that. He was just kind of a competitor. Wasn't particularly great all the time. But you could tell the team really kind of bought in and kind of believed in him and kind of followed him. So, yeah. similar vibes. Taylor Heineke's the backup in Atlanta now. So, Desmond really keeps throwing picks. You never know. Um, The battle of the one and four teams, I believe, the Minnesota Vikings against the Chicago Bears. The Vikings win 19 to 13 in a game where I think Justin Field goes in, goes out, goes injured, gets injured. He got injured. Justin Fields gets injured and then leaves the game. Yes. He dislocated his right thumb, I believe. Ouchies. Uh, which isn't good because he's supposed to hold a ball so he can't really grip. Yes. Uh, Looking, he's marked as doubtful for the next game. They're pretty confident he won't play. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty bad for the best. Yeah, for a team that's doing so bad anyway, Justin Fields being one of their best players. Well, probably the only like bright spark, really. Him and like DJ Moore occasionally. I've sort of been the only bright sparks. And yeah, Tyson Bagant, don't know who says his name, looked poor. Well, the backup. Um, yeah, I I saw that that was his name. I was like, I've never heard of this guy. No, not I'm not surprised you've not heard of him. They've, I think today they bought another QB to have in his rotation, like a veteran you mean QB. Signed. Like, yeah, rather than traded for, yeah, yeah, but I think it's going to be their third QB, not include not including fields. Oh, oh, okay, okay, but it's for a just in case Mm because I think a lot of the team have said they're like behind 
this backup that came in, Tyson. Yeah. But he looked rubbish. Right. Um Yeah. I watched I his like after game interview and he seemed quite confident and he was like a few bits didn't go the way we wanted and obviously we didn't win, but I think we bring it together for next week and hopefully get the result. And I was like, No, surely not. Look at you watching it watching the interviews. Mate. Reading up. Someone's gotta be prepared in this podcast. What's happened to you? Just got a love for this game. <laughs> um, the Seattle Seahawks against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals win by four points, 17 to 13. Another low-scoring game. Quite a few low-scoring games this week. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Bengals go to three and three. And all of a sudden, their season is sort of, I don't want to say back on track, but close to being back on track yeah I think you can be pretty I don't know Bengals fans are probably pretty happy they're looking like they were last season they're looking pretty decent yeah I thought they looked really good in the obviously you see a limited Mm. amount of the snaps but snaps did see they looked good from what I recall Jamar Chase was getting the ball again and looking like Jamar Chase of old yeah, which is good for the team, but I don't know who has him in fantasy, but it's not me, so I wasn't happy about that. But it's well, what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, okay. The San Francisco 49ers fall for the first time this season to the Cleveland Browns, 17-19. to 19. This, I, I did watch. I watched this before I... Trying to watch Red Zone, which was a painful watch in lots of ways. But then, what was even more painful was watching it again on Red Zone when I knew what happened. Yeah, because it hurts. It hurts. And watching it for the second time, I was like, there were so many opportunities for San Francisco <laughs> to win this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they deserve to win necessarily, but. There were so many ways they could have won that it was frustrating. Can I say two things about this week in general, which I should have said at the start, but that's, <sighs> they're both very applicable to this game. Sure. Which is in the, obviously I only watch Red Zone, but in the games I've watched, there were an awful lot of missed field goals. Mm-hmm. I kept noticing that for all of them. And in addition to that, Sorry, one sec. Was that um, important? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um yeah. Lots of misfield goals and a lot of injuries. Yeah. I was thinking that. And obviously a key misfield go in this game and a lot of injuries in this game. Mostly or entirely 49ers, unfortunately, for you. Yeah, so Devo Samuel left the game, never returned. Yes. Trent Williams left the game, came back with yeah, his leg heavily back. strapped. 
Um, McCaffrey got hurt and is now questionable for the next game. Yes. Um, oblique injury. Oblique? Wow. Bloody hell. Um, do you know what an oblique is? Because I don't. Yeah, it's sort of the muscles to the side of your abs. Oh, okay. The sort what of I would above call your hip. Your side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you have your arms straight down okay. to your side <laughs> yeah. and then your arm like while staying straight wanted to like touch your knee mm-hmm. you'd be using the oblique on the opposite side. Okay. Or you'd be using both when you won't be stretching it won't be contracting. Hashtag science. Hashtag anatomy with Paul. Yeah, Maybe that don't ask me any more spin-off questions. Podcast. What are you saying? You don't listen to Anatomy with Paul? Um, no, I'm not an avid subscriber. Oh, who is this guy then? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Browns' defense looked good in this game. Yeah, they looked good all season, but yeah, they looked very good in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. Am I? I'm going to say I'm glad that we don't have to play him again. Um, which is sort of obvious because you don't want to lose again or have another tough matchup. But I don't know. I'm definitely like, I'd rather play Kansas City than Cleveland now. Yeah. But hey, uh, maybe that's because. Maybe that's a bit of you know recency bias, or whatever. But um, it, it's possible that yeah, Kansas City are better than Browns, but Browns just match up better against Forty ers Their style might just work well against you. Yeah, they just like on the line of scrimmage on defense, especially like on the Browns defense, they were just dominant. And like the Lions could get nothing going. Like the D line was in the backfield. All the time, so many penalties as well. Niners, it was so frustrating. But um, anyway, let's move on because otherwise we'll be here all day. It's um, worth saying though. Sorry, before we move on, okay. even though they lost and they had all these injuries, mm. and Browns did well. It was very close. And yeah, it was still it was, what the a forty-yard field goal. Yeah, a forty-yard missed field goal. So, um, yeah, from a third round draft pick as well. Like, you don't draft kickers in the third round. That's the rules. Everyone agreed. And the Niners did. And uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we should move on because you'll get upset otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> the Northern Saints lose. 2013 to the Houston Texans. Texans are pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Texans are what? 3-3 three three now? Is that right? They're not the worst in the league like I think I predicted. No, I mean, they've got the same record as the Bengals. Yeah. Like, Bengals look get, they've had, on the up, but yeah. They've had an easier schedule because all the teams in the South have an easy schedule, but still, you got to beat what's in front of you. 
Um, I remember watching the first game thinking that their defense looked like it had a bit about them, but they couldn't do anything on offense. And then since then, they've had games where their defense has looked poor, but they've had a bit of offense, and they're kind of piecing it all together. I think if I was a Texans fan, I would be optimistic, not necessarily about this season, but that things are heading in the right direction and maybe next season could make a, a go at the playoffs or even, you know, building towards the season after that. Yeah. And I, I like their head coach. CJ Stroud, he seems decent. CJ Stroud has definitely been the best rookie quarterback. I mean, Richardson's been good, but he's just been hurt too much. So I'm kind of not counting him. But Stroud's been better than Bryce Young. Yeah. Like, quite clearly. Um, and yeah, Will Levis hasn't played. Um, which is interesting, actually, because we were at that Titans game and Tannehill went down and it wasn't Will Levis that came in. It was Malik Willis. Anyway. So, Levis is definitely the third choice quarterback there, despite being almost the first draft pick early in the second round. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. A high-scoring game. Indianapolis Colts score 20, but lose to Jacksonville, who score 37. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Big numbers, finally. I feel like... I think this is my predicted draw. You did predict a tie in this one. This so you're only my... 17 points out. Yeah, my worst tie prediction of the season. Uh, yes. Jags look well good. Yeah, I'm pleased for the Jags. I was a bit worried about them after the first couple of weeks. Not worried that they'd be awful, but I just thought they might be like, you know, eight and nine, nine and eight type team. Maybe they win the division and lose in the first round of the playoffs. But they do look tasty. Trevor Lawrence looks good. Getting their receivers involved. They've got a nice receiving goal with like Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley and Zay Jones and Evan Ingram. They've got options. Yeah. Kansas City do not have. Yeah, a lot of teams have one good person and that's mm. it. And they've got a they've lot. Got options. It's nice. Um um, so yeah, and this is—I think they've beaten the Colts twice now. So they have that going for them in the division. Like if it was—if it did come down between the Jags and the Colts at the end of the season for the division, the Jags have that tiebreaker now as well, which is big. Yeah, but yeah. Jags looked good. I don't think Minshew looked good. No, I he remember. Was... My runner-up for low light of the week, mm. whatever we call it, he threw one Punch. of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. There were some pretty bad ones. He threw like a lot. Was it? He threw three, it like, to the defender. Like it, it wasn't even that near anyone on his team. Mm. Yeah, which is weird because he's like a vet. He's been around a while and is probably you would have said one of the best backups in the league. Um, so it's not the kind of thing you would expect. You kind of expect steady, maybe no, no kind of frills. Um, 
but kind of does a job, which is kind of the opposite of what we had in this game, where he's like trying to make big plays and just throwing interceptions all over the place. Yeah. I didn't know anything about him, but I would have assumed he was sort of inexperienced and like the occasion got the best of him. Yeah. No. So yeah, that not being the case, he's probably pretty disappointed. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be it'll be him playing for a while because Richardson's on IR. So that'll be at least three more games without him. Um and Jonathan Taylor was back in this game, I think, and was getting more of the snaps. I didn't watch it obviously, so I don't know exactly how many, but I'm I'm thinking if they can't rely on their quarterback, they'll need to have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um anyway. Well done, Jacksonville. Um, another high-scoring game. Carolina Panthers score 21. Miami Dolphins score double, 42. Um, yeah. Somewhat predictable with this Miami offense that they're going to put up these kind of numbers, which is just crazy. Oh, here's a word, Mad, winning by 21 after being down 14-0. Yeah. I wonder how much money you would have won if you'd bet when they were 40 nil down that they'd win by 21. Yeah, I mean, I think going into the game, they were like 14-point favourites or something. Yeah. Which is wild anyway, just to be 14-point favourites. But obviously, to win by more than that. And seven of those points that Carolina got was a pick six off the backup quarterback who came in at the end when the game was already won. Like, geez. Um, yeah. You know you're just, like doing well when you can rest your good players. This Dolphins offense reminds me of the Kansas City offense of like two years ago. Not necessarily in the way it's run and the sorts of plays that you're getting. Just in but, the dominance. Yeah, in the way that I'm watching it, I'm just like, I do not know a way that anyone will ever be able to stop this. Obviously, that's ridiculous. But when I'm watching it, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see how long they can keep going like this. Because if they score 40 points every week, they're going to win every week. So, I mean, obviously, they've not won every week so far, but... Yeah, it's hard to see them losing, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, they had no Devon A chain. Um, you know, no problem. Raheem Mostert steps up, scores three touchdowns or whatever it was. And he um, hurdled a dude as well. There was at least yeah. two or three hurdles this week. But yeah. yeah, they always look awesome. I just think the confidence to be running at someone and not to think left or right, but to think... Up. up, that's a crazy thought. Mm. And he landed his as well and carried on running. Yeah, that's impressive. Made like an extra like five, six yards after the hurdle. He was, I considered him for my MVP of the week. Who hey, most? He, yeah, yeah. Might have given it to him a different week, but uh, he, yeah, uh, he was my, he's my honourable mention this week. 
he was great. Also, I really enjoyed the the Tyree Kill backflip selfie. Oh yeah, I just like a backflip. To be fair, yeah, I think he's done backflips before. Yeah, I like organized celebrations, either amongst a team or well in any fashion. And yeah, backflips I like so organized celebration and backflip. Nice. Ticking all the boxes. Um, shall I move on to the next game? Move on to the next game. Cool. The Detroit Lions against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Lions win 20 to 6. Um, now, this game I actually watched because, believe it or not, this was the game in the late window that I was most interested in. So I put it on. Um, which is kind of crazy if you tell me at the beginning of the season, but the game I'd want to watch the most this week would be the Lions against the Bucks. Yeah, they're both good teams. Yeah, they are both good teams. And the defense has stepped up, which was the most impressive thing for me, especially with the Lions, because in my head, they're just a bit like Miami. I mean, not, not quite like Miami, but a team that can score lots of points and their philosophy is we're going to score more than you and like kind of not really play defense. Yeah. Just win on offense, but their defense looked good. And the thing that most impressed me was their defense looked good. And um, Aiden Hutchinson didn't have a big game. Who's their like star edge rusher. Right. Yeah. Cause everything I've seen thus far, it's been good on on defense from the Lions, especially like, well, week one definitely was always in Hutchinson. So for him to kind of go missing, or maybe he was being double teamed or whatever, I don't know. But for him not to have a big impact, but the defense still to be dominant is a very good sign. Is a very good sign, I think. Yeah. I think the only slight worry for Lions is they've got uh, that injury concern from Montgomery. That is annoying. Yeah, because Jamal Gibbs is out, the first round rookie running back that they drafted. I don't know how long he's out for, but to lose Montgomery as well, who was kind of their Mr. Reliable, every down back kind of guy. And he was he's good as well. He was yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of better than I was expecting him to be this season. I was questioning them like trading away um Jamal Williams, who was so good for them last year. But so far it looked to have been good until injury. Yeah. I think at half time they did the x-ray on him and it came right. back good. But I think he's still marked as questionable for next week. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think um, I think at the moment I think he probably won't play, obviously. There's a bit of time still. Yeah, we'll see. Um the New England Patriots seventeen, the Las Vegas Raiders. 21. Um, now, I, I I only watched the highlights of this. 
from my memory, and it's a bit sketchy, I want to say neither team played very well, and it looked like both teams were doing their best to lose this game, <laughs> from what I remember. Have you watched this game? Do you know anything about this game? Um, oh, well, I know about there were more injuries in this game, like there was in most games. Yeah, I didn't really know that, but I did notice halfway through the highlights, Brian Hoyer was playing, and I was like, something's gone horribly wrong. Is he the spare quarterback? Yeah, Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, so Garoppolo got, had, a, had a back injury. Mm-hmm. Stevenson, the Patriots running back, Right, okay, yeah. that's bad. And then Jonathan Jones, the Patriots, had an injury. And I, had lose a back track. injury. I lose track of the Joneses and Patriots. There's far too many. All I wrote was that he was on defense. I didn't know which position. Yeah, they've got played. about three Joneses on defense. But either way, if if he's starting, yeah, it's not good. Not good. Um, I don't. I didn't notice any of them come back into the game because I've already no. wrote it down. I haven't looked up any of them whether they think they'll be off for a long time or not. But even if they all expect to play next week, it's still not good. No, I think what I would say is Jimmy. Always gets hurt. Yeah. I knew that people, about him. Yeah. Some of the people flagged going into the season. Like, why are you going into the season with Jimmy as your number one? And your number two is Brian Hoyer, who I don't know much about. A lot of people don't have a lot of respect for. Not, you know, not in a bad way, but just I don't think he's very good. Um, I think he's been around a long time. I think he was in New England with Josh McDaniel, who is now the head coach. So there's probably why he's there. He knows him from there. But um, so I would say that. And then the Ramondre Stevenson one is concerning because the Patriots offense has been so bad, so bad, particularly passing the ball. You would say if the Patriots are going to get anything going, it's going to be on the ground, or at least it's going to be running the ball first. So to lose your running back isn't going to help. No. Yeah. I mean, both those teams have a lot to be concerned about. Yeah. It's just, yeah, not their season, I don't think. No. Um, the Arizona Cardinals 9, the Los Angeles Rams 26. Yeah, slightly more of a gap than I anticipated. Cooper Cup looked good two weeks back. He didn't look like he's needed like warming up again, getting back into it. He was sort of mm. he's hit the ground running, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think when they put him on IR, it was more of a. I don't think. How do I phrase this? I don't think he necessarily had to go on IR because to go on IR he missed at least four weeks I think he might have been able to come back after only missing three weeks potentially but they thought better safe than sorry stick him on IR um, and then he'll definitely be ready when he comes back generally so he was probably more ready than most when he returned yeah. it's just a vibe I got um, maybe that's not true but that's the vibe I was getting um, do you know what the snap share was between, or the target share between 
McLaren Cup. In the first quarter, mm-hmm. I feel like I was noticing them going to Nakua a bit more. Although those were like attempts, not necessarily completions. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but then I know from my fantasy and from watching the rest of it that Cooper Cup got like the yards and the touchdown. Right. I think he only got one touchdown. But um, yeah, it seemed in the first quarter and first half, it was like sort of more Nakua, but then it became pretty more, pretty heavily Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Is that what you've read? I've not read anything. Oh, I okay. watched, it I was, was a, a genuine was a, question. I genuine thought it was a test. No, no, no. I'm in no position to be issuing tests, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, I think Cooper Cup, he had a better game. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to see in the first quarter, they, when they were sort of in the red zone, it seemed like their first choice was Nakua. Okay. But that's interesting. He, they, he didn't deliver. And then later on in the game, Cooper Cup had a couple really big plays. Mm. So I I predict next week they'll go more for the Cooper Cup. Okay. But um, we will see. The Philadelphia Eagles against the New York Jets. The no, New York no. Jets win. Uh, we don't need to speak about this one. What's 20 next? 20 to 14. My thing thoughts on this was that I didn't like it and would have wanted Eagles to win. Yeah, but you are going to have to give me something because I have only seen the highlights of this game. Okay. I also, this was in the second the second window, so I didn't yeah. watch the last quarter. Right. And when okay. I switched off, Eagles were winning. Although close. And I mm. thought it could go either way. So I was, yeah, disheartened to check the score and seeing that Jets had won. Um, uh, there was a funny moment well not funny, unusual moment where there was an injury timeout but not for an Eagles player or a Jets player for, for an, an official. official never seen that before okay probably a bit mean to say it was funny but I've just never seen it before um, it's not quite the sort of uh, thing I was after well I'm just telling you my thoughts um, <laughs> yeah, concerning for Eagles, obviously, but also, um, sort of, yeah, light for Jets fans. I didn't think Eagles looked like the worst team ever and were losing to Jets that weren't playing well. I thought Jets played better than they had been, and Eagles played worse than they had been. Yeah, it's sort of a shared responsibility for this upset. It wasn't entirely Eagles playing shit or entirely Jets being the best team in the world. Was it um, in my head? And this is just in my head. I don't know if I'm remembering this. Was it the Jets' kind of defense that kind of won this game? Because like, um, historic, like this season. They've not had much offense as a general rule. And if they've done well, it's normally come from their defense. I also think part of it was Brees Hall betraying me. Not playing well. 
Yeah, I've sort of bad-mouthed him quite a lot because I got him on my fantasy quite early on and then he's done shit. And then you made me change the rules of the entire league. So I could get rid of him. So you could get rid of him, yeah. Yeah, and he sort of turned up. I don't know how many points ago. I don't want to look. Yeah. I did look at if I can get him back and someone else picked him up. (laughs) Someone else picked him up now, yeah. Um, He played quite well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying this it's just an update for you I'm not saying it was a big part in the outcome of the game but Lane Johnson got injured who's the right tackle for Eagles yeah that's a big I think that's a he, big thing they said he was quite important just for obviously he's good but also I think he's quite a bit of a leader I want to say they said he's been around a long time I don't know obviously I don't know too much about him as is true of every single offensive lineman in the league. But yeah, the fact that I know his name and I know he's been around a while must mean he's A, a, a good player and B, an important piece. Yeah. So I don't know if that had any part to play, mm. um, but it could do moving forward if he haven't looked up, if he's looking to mm. play next week, but... If he misses a few games, that could affect it. Um, but yeah, pretty disheartening. Yeah. Especially after okay. I've just seen 49ers licks. I was like, oh my God, Eagles. Yeah. And we're playing Jets who haven't done well. I was pretty confident we were going to be the only undefeated team for at least a week. Yeah, about an hour. <laughs> yeah, it was a good hour. <laughs> Um, Sunday night football New York Giants against the Buffalo Bills which I think we all kind of said could be rough for the Giants but it finishes 9-14 to the Bills so the Bills do win but in certainly less convincing fashion yeah Um, surprisingly close yeah you watched this one? nope okay well I, I watched it um uh, this evening um, but yeah it could have gone either way I thought the Giants defence showed up big time in a way that I've not really seen this season at all well yeah haven't seen it at all um, and Buffalo kind of it was just sort of Josh Allen Stephon Diggs kind of won the game by themselves Whenever there's a big play, it was those two connecting. Um, they got it done. But, yeah, the Giants just didn't have enough on offense. And obviously, they scored nine points. They didn't score a touchdown. But they didn't have Daniel Jones, um, their starting quarterback. So that's not going to help. No. Um, Saquon Barkley was back, had some nice moments. Um Darren Waller had some moments, but he still didn't really have any standout receivers. Obviously, they don't have their quarterback back. It's not looking great for the Giants, but I did like this performance overall from the Giants. They just needed okay. they needed a bit more offense. And it came down to final play of the game. They had, it was like um, fourth, I can't remember what down it was, it was something, but there was about two seconds left on the clock. 
the Giants need a touchdown. Throw it in the end zone, and they get flagged. Defense gets flagged for pass interference with zeros on the clock. I'm telling you this because you might not know this as a fun little quirk rule. Yeah. And so if that happens, because obviously pass interference in the end zone means you get the ball on the one. Yeah. But there's no time left. So what they do is they let you just have one play from the one. Um, okay. So they have one play from the one. That's a crazy um, ending. Yeah. And it's like, touchdown, you win. Don't get touchdown, you lose. And uh, almost snuck it in there. But so did they QB sneak? No. No QB. It was a threw it. Um, oh. It looked like uh, it wasn't a bad throw. I can't remember who it was to. Maybe Darren Waller or something. Someone quite large. But then the defender kind of came and put his arm like in between the receiver's hands, knocked it away. Good defensive play, and they won the game. Okay, nice. Yeah, I feel like Buffalo needed that. But after losing to the Jags last week, they're kind of back on track a bit. I think they're still, they won't be happy with that performance, but they're four and two. A win's a win, isn't it? The win is a win. Yeah. Um, The final game of the week. Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys defeat the Los Angeles Chargers 20-17. to 17. I guess another game you've not watched. No. Nope. Um, it's sort of a weird game. Like The Cowboys were much better in the first half, but it was still like 10-7 at halftime. Um, the Chargers kind of got back into it a bit. There were some penalties, some costly penalties on both sides, but I mean... On the Chargers' offense, especially, like so many, like holding, illegal shift, illegal formation, full start, like all the time. Um, I think it must be really painful being a Chargers fan in lots of ways, but in this game as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a few times where I don't know why, but at no point during this game did Justin Herbert do a QB sneak. But they had a few, like third and ones, fourth and ones. I think they had a fourth and one that was like inches, like less than one, a very short one. I was like, it. surely, like, I don't know how tall Justin Herbert is, but he's like six, seven or something. He's a big guy. Surely you can just sneak that. But I don't know. Maybe he's a bit hurt or something, so they didn't want to do that. But yeah, a win that the Cowboys needed after being embarrassed last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Justin Herbert, I thought, looked good overall but um, yeah as a team they look disjointed and not great but yeah and I wasn't like totally impressed with the Cowboys even though they won they look more like fallible than I was expecting they would be this season obviously they got you know pretty badly beaten last week as well and they lost Arizona so I think they're just lower lower down in the pecking order than I had them in my head. Yeah, they've been a bit of a weird one. Yeah. They seem to differ a lot week after week, mm-hmm. which obviously means well, consistency is important, so they're not going to have a great record if they do that. But yeah, well, You're if... not going to get to Super Bowl. Because to get to Super Bowl, you need to win all your playoff games. 
And yeah, but it doesn't mean if you've got them in playoffs, you should be scared because maybe they just happen to be the one they turn up. Yeah, but yeah, you would think that would that would be true of any team that gets the playoffs. They've got they've got that true. performance in them. These but dudes are a bit saying. more unpredictable. But yeah, um, but yeah. All um, right, I think that took way longer than that was supposed to. Um, in terms of the picks, I called ten of those correctly. You called eight of them correctly. So John stretches his lead by another two points. Yeah, I want to say was this the first time I'd? I guess Saints would win this week. Um, yeah, the ones you got. Like the first time I've guessed Saints will win and then they lost to Texans. <laughs> yeah. So you said the Falcons and Bears would win, which was incorrect. You said the Jags would tie, which was incorrect. Yeah. Um, yeah, we both said the Saints would win. Uh, but you did say the Cowboys would win, which I didn't. So you, you clawed one back there. Shall we move on to a? I don't know what. Let's do it in the order you like to do it, and otherwise you get upset. Yeah, I mean, I don't have loads written, and I do feel like we should do this quickly. But um, quick fire, quick fire. So, team, you're up on. Um, I've written. I've wrote down four. My answer is going to be Jags. Okay, I like that. And then my three honourable mentions are going to be Bengals, Jets, and Commanders. Bengals, Jets, and Commanders. Oh, okay. Um, I've gone for a team not on your list. I've gone for the Lions. Fair. Just because I've been very impressed with them all season. So they've gone up and up in my estimations. But I feel that this week they found a new way to win. Which is on defense, basically. Um, yeah. Well, I'd say they won on defense. Their offense still looked very good. Armin R. St. Brown and Darren Goff. Very nice. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Wow. Yeah. Any uh, audible, honorable mentions? Um, I wrote Texans. Yeah, fair. I could have put Texans in, to be honest. Um, I don't think they're going to. They're gonna probably not gonna get to the playoffs, um, but I feel like that's not the, the goal this season. The goal this season is to have something decent to build on next year, and I can really see them having a lot of good stuff to build on next year. So, yeah, they're doing better than I think everyone predicted. Yeah. Okay. Um, Presumably that leads us to teams we're down on. Team we're down on. I've got no honorable mentions, but I've gone for the Saints. Which is not Texans. Well, they lost in Texans. Not that I'm particularly down on them, but I had very high hopes for them at the beginning of the season. Thought they had a lot of good weapons. And they've just been a bit meh. I think Um, if you have high hopes and they have been meh, that's yeah. yeah, That's down, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) that's a downward trajectory. 
my I'll do my honorable mentions. Two of them I've once again written four. Okay. Two of my honorable mentions are two of the best teams, 49ers and Eagles. So down on them compared to my thinking last week, but obviously. Right, okay. Still think they could both potentially I think they'll both make playoffs and I think mm-hmm. probably 49ers will win the Super Bowl. But still down on them compared to my... I mean, you don't sound that down on them. Com- yeah, well, compared to my previous week thinking, <laughs> I couldn't see 49ers losing oh, really? the okay. last week. And now and I've now seen you've, it. You've seen it <laughs> yeah. Um, but then my other one is Raiders. Even <laughs> though they won. Okay. They were one against Patriots. It was close. And Garoppolo got injured. Yep. But my answer for similar reasons is Bears. Because they look shit and Fields got injured. Who's, yeah, probably the best player. Yeah. It's a shame with the Bears because they were very much trending downwards. And then they sort of started to build a little something off the back of that Thursday night win against Washington. And you thought, oh, okay, maybe they can kick on. But then to lose Fields, I saw that thing they can though. Yeah, I think I saw a saw a headline for an article that was like Bears in a, a good spot for the number one pick next year. Which isn't great because they could have had the number one pick this year as well. Like Yeah, not great. Um yeah. what's next? Uh MVP. Um, uh, go on. I don't really know who to, who my MVP was this week. I think normally I end up picking a niner, and I wasn't appointed this week. Um, so I've gone with Jared Goff, Lions quarterback, who just uh, I don't know how much you know about Jared Goff, but he was kind of written off a few years ago, but now a bit like Brock Purdy, it's just sort of. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. And, you know, has no right to be, in theory, according to everyone's, you know, preseason predictions. He should be 16th in the league. But, but he's definitely top five. And so that makes better. you like him more, innit? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like the Lions. So. Yeah, they're your team you're up on. Yeah. Maybe I'll be up on him every week and just talk about the Lions every week. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh I went for Sam Hubbard. Oh, the Bengals yeah. defensive lineman. Yeah, he looked really good. I I don't remember the specifics now because obviously I never remember anything, but I'm pretty sure he got a couple sacks. Maybe yeah. he stopped some runs really early on, but I just remember thinking, Oh, he's done well there. And then later on in the highlight, oh, he's done well then. And later on, he's done well then. I was like, he's doing really good. Mm. Yeah, the, I think the Bengals' defense played well this week, from what I, from what I remember. Obviously, kept Seattle to thirteen, and they've got a lot of good, good yeah, players. Then Gino had a had a great game, but um, yeah, okay, I like that. Some love for the defense. Yeah, it's rare that that happens. So. Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we go to Darkness Retreat, 
which is the low light of the week. The light is so low, you could have a double extra treat. Um, Did we name it that last week, or have you just named it that? We've kind of been calling it that on and off. But I like it. Maybe, maybe it sticks. Uh, mine is sort of obvious. The Jake Moody missed field goal from 41. That was very painful. It was very close as well. Almost snuck in. Yeah. But he missed two field goals that game. Obviously, you don't need to be a fabulous mathematician to know that if he gets one of them, the Niners win that game. But um, we cover a lot of missed field goals. I'm not right enough, Jake Moody. But no, do that again. <laughs> I think he's unfortunate that those two missed field goals came in that game. Mm. Like if yeah. of all the field goals of all the season, this was the game where it mattered the most. Yeah, but, but you know, it's not good that you want a kicker if you're when missing... the pressure's on. Exactly. You don't want that to be a thing with kickers that they can't deliver under pressure because that's when you need them. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Yeah, and 41's not far. Like, most kickers in the National Football League will be aiming for 100% of kicks under 40 yards. And obviously, 41's yeah. <laughs> close to 40 yards. Yeah, I sort of think if it's under 50, I'm expecting it to go through. Obviously, um, depends kicker to kicker, but that's my general rule. Yeah. What's your darkness retreat? Your low light of the week? Uh, my darkness retreat was Tyson Baggett, how you say his name's mm-hmm. very first snap. What happened on his very first snap? Uh, it got stripped and the defense got a touchdown. Right, that is pretty poor. Yeah, I feel like I felt bad for him. Did he get stripped from him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I want to say, got a poor memory of it. I want to say he was sort of looking towards his right, and someone came from like behind him, stripped it, and yeah, ended up being a touchdown. But your very first snap. And I feel like you come in as a backup, you want to really impress. Mm. And he didn't impress after that. He looked quite poor after that, but that was a terrible start. Yeah. Okay, what's your what's your highlight of the week? Uh, it's a bit, bit of a rogue one. Right. Because I saw a lot of things that were probably objectively better, but I just particularly like this. Okay. Um, so... Commanders, this isn't a play, but Commanders get an interception, run a long way down the field, and then okay. get, go out of field at like the 24-yard line. Sure. Next play, uh, throw it to Brian Robinson. Right. Catches it, mm-hmm. and then running uh, for a touchdown, as you would do. Uh, okay, it was like a screen pass, right? It was like a. Um... No, it was like he was probably like five to eight yards ahead oh, oh, of okay. the line of scrimmage. Like he was, I think I'm sort of acting like a wide receiver. Right. Okay. Um. And yeah, he was just sort of running, and there was like 
he had someone blocking someone in front of him, but that person maybe could have tackled him. And it seemed obvious when I was watching it that he should sort of do go diagonally right and avoid everyone and run it. Okay. He just keeps running straight and just steamrolls uh, the guy. Yeah, he just like pulls him over. Yeah, and I just love that because I was just playing it in my head and I was like, I, I bet he's just like, oh, and no. That's running straight into him is as much of a dead certainty mm. as running right and probably avoiding everyone. Because like, that's probably got a better certainty rate than running yeah. right, potentially getting caught by someone. So, yeah, I just thought that was awesome. I don't oh, think okay. it was objectively the best of the week, but I just particularly loved it. Oh, that's nice. It's like the same people getting knocked over. Yeah, it's why you watch it, though, isn't it? That's why some people The whole it. sport around it. Uh, what was your highlight? Well, so I mean, I've written down like going to the game in London. Uh, I feel like it's a bit of a cop out. So there's things I could. That was sweet. I should have said that. <laughs> yeah, you should have said that. I was just one highlight of a Washington player knocking into someone. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the whole kind of spiel. But like the long Derek Henry run was particularly exciting. Um, and then I will also mention um, something in the Chargers game, which I guess you wouldn't have seen, which wasn't like a big deal at the time, but Herbert threw the ball. The defend that like in the someone in the defensive line, defensive lineman, they're called, jumped up, kind of batted the ball down, right, and then it just kind of fell back to Herbert, and he just kind of caught it, and then just ran forward for a first down. Yeah, that's a play you don't see very often, is it? Yeah, it was one of the ones who just like, wait, what, what? I go, like, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, for a second, so I enjoyed eh? that. We got what sport they're playing? Start playing ping pong. Yeah. Um, nice, but yeah. Okay, that's enough for week six. Week seven is what the people came to hear about. Oh, we should have done any of that stuff then. No, that was a waste of time. Um, we're gonna go through this quickly. There are less games this week, uh, because the following teams are on by. Panthers, Texans, Cowboys, Jets, Titans, and Bengals. So, none of those teams plan. Um, Thursday night, I kind of like this Thursday night matchup. The Jacksonville Jaguars go to Caesars Superdome to play the New Orleans Saints. Who have you got, Paul? Jags. Yep, me too. Um, another nice matchup that I like. The Detroit Lions go to Baltimore. To play the Ravens. Who have you got, Paul? Uh, Lions. Yep, me too. I don't understand how we have different orders. But anyway, continue. <laughs> um, the Las Vegas Raiders go to Chicago to play the Bears. Cool. These are two teams that you, you were down on. I still think Raiders yep. just about... Me too. <laughs> um, the Browns go to Indy to play the Colts. This could be close, but I think based on last week, it'll be Browns. Yep. 
Me too. <laughs> this is a fun game, isn't it? Um, Buffalo against the Patriots. Buffalo, obviously. Yep. Me too. Because I'm not crazy in the head. Um, the Commanders against the Giants. Commanders. Yep. Me too. Brian Robinson's going to run through them. <laughs> Steamroll the whole team. Um, the Atlanta Falcons against Tampa Bay. Uh, this is not an obvious could be one. a close one. I yeah. want Falcons, but I'm going Tampa. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, the Steelers against the Rams. I feel like I haven't seen the Steelers playing forever. They must have had a bye last week. Oh, that's a draw, that one. They draw. Tie. Me too. No. <laughs> I went for Rams. Um, yeah, I think I would have gone for Rams as well. <laughs> I wonder if we'd otherwise have identical. Oh, see. Um, the Cardinals against the Seahawks. I've gone Seahawks. Seahawks. The Packers against the Broncos. I've gone Packers. Me too. The Chargers against the Chiefs. I thought about this for a while. Yeah, it could go either way, but I'm going Chiefs. Me too. Uh, this is where we're going to differ. Oh, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky, tricky, tricky one. The Miami Dolphins against the Philadelphia Eagles at the link and financial field. I do. I think my answer is I think it will be Dolphins, but I'm saying Eagles because I have to. But Which is that... am I writing down? Am I writing down you're right, Eagles? You're writing down Eagles. Okay. I there was unsure, and then when I difference. saw it was at the link, I was like... That could, yeah, could swing it. The Niners at Vikings? I think we both went Vikings, in it? They looked shit last week, 49ers. Uh, no, don't write that down, please. <laughs> uh, 49ers. Yeah, okay, so we've gone for all the same other than the Eagles-Dolphins game. So there's so much riding on that game now. Well, no, you didn't go for Rams-Steelers draw. But, true. Uh, true. I would have gone for Rams winning. Had well, not, I'm had, not writing that just, down. No, no, no. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I think we actually think the all the same though. Yeah, because I haven't created this rule for myself to do a draw. I would have said Rams beat Steelers, and I do actually think Dolphins will beat Eagles, but I don't dare bet against them. Yeah, that will be very close. I'd be interested to see who the bookie favourite is for that. Um, but I'm not going to look it up. No. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Although scared. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that concludes our broadcast. Um, is there anything else you were meaning to add to say, comment on? Nope. Nope. And then that's the end. Goodbye. Bye.